Hello and welcome back to Customer Experience Conversations. In this episode, Greg, Lee and myself discuss a new market we have been researching, the automotive industry, and especially how they have been handling customer experience. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for this episode in particular because it's, uh, it's somewhat of a whole new topic for us um, uh, in the studio today. As Louis mentioned, we've got myself, Greg, Lee and Louis. Good afternoon. And we're going to talk about automotive. We are, yes. New sector for us. Yeah. Which sits neatly, I think, between banking and retail Yep. for a couple of reasons. I think obviously there's the element of financial services in the, in the car buying process. Mm-hmm. And of course, the retail element, the actual physical buying of the car, the process, the customer journey of, uh, of buying the car. So you combine those two elements, you've got automotive. Agreed. And today's episode is really going to be talking our listeners through what we've been doing for the last six months. Mm. Because this journey, although we're having this conversation now externally for the first time, this actually started about six months ago, yeah. where I believe in the office, a few of us um, were in the process of looking at either you know, maybe buying a new car or buying a car, you know, whatever it may be, or leasing a car. Mm. And the conversation started flowing about the experience that we'd had and where it hadn't quite lived up to our expectations. And obviously being individuals that work in, you know, the delivery of customer experience solutions, Mm. we started to see some ideas or some opportunities for improvement. And that just got the conversation starting. And I do remember back to Lee, I think it was your experience with a test drive, I believe it was, do you maybe want to start there? Just because yeah. that's where, it, to me, that's where it started six months ago. And six yeah. months later, you know, we've made so much. There's a little piece of the story, and, and without getting too much into the B word, Brexit, but that was actually one of the things that initially prompted my interest, mm-hmm. was the fact that if we were going to, and don't forget we were staring down the barrel of, of leaving the European Union without a trade deal in place, and that big scary figure of a 10% tariff on, on, on new cars. So I think that, that sort of planed on my mind a little bit, thinking, oh, I need to do this now while that's 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 still happening. Let's part Brexit. <laughs> that's a done subject. Yep. But, um, but yeah, so, so looking at that then and looking at the journey, I, I, mean, I, I was quite surprised. I guess I expected more mm-hmm. from it in well, 2019 at the time, weren't we? I expected more. I, I was surprised there wasn't more interactive technology and, and the journey was a little bit slicker for me to go out, select, choose a new car, obviously via the web first, deciding which brand, mm-hmm. which model I might go for. So that was really the initiation of the thoughts. Um, I remember filling in a web form. We're not going to get into to brands, of course, today, but... but um, this particular web form, a basic data capture form, name, address, telephone number. Was it to book a test drive or was for it a to test book, drive? Yeah, or was for it a test sales inquiry? Okay, so it was a test yeah. drive. I yeah. thought so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. For, for a test drive or sales inquiry, it's um, yep. combined the same sort of thing, really, I guess, technology wise. Mm-hmm. So your standard data capture, name, address, telephone number, dealer, your local dealership, maybe you could select that based on, on a postcode search. And your standard GDPR tick forms. How would you like to be contacted? Which is kind of interesting because if you leave phone unticked, they call you anyway. But that's another story altogether. We won't go there. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but so it's really interesting to see. Oh, actually, mm. this is a bit weird. I want to book a test drive. I don't want to wait for someone to call me at some uh, random time or something yeah, like that. Yeah, okay, so okay, that, 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 I okay. Think that was the the first surprising 
observation from it that's something a little bit more modern, a little bit more interactive and embracing. So you expected more, basically, like you said. More. You just expected yeah, more. Just, okay. I expected more from, from the, the customer journey, from the customer experience. I was on my mobile phone at the time, sitting on, on a train, actually, travelling mm-hmm. into London. Okay, well, let's, I've got some time on my hands. Let's 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 see what's, what's around yeah. and play around with some websites. So you had that experience. I think back then as well, I think personally, I remember looking at uh, new opportunities for leasing and, and the whole leasing market's a funny one because you lease through companies and you ne- they don't none of them ever offer you the chance to do a test drive. We won't go there today, but I, I had a similar experience myself back then. And I think at the time we started to talk about it in the office and then I think a few light bulbs started to go off effectively, didn't they, for us? Yeah, and, yeah. and we started to say, look, we think this actually is a sector that has a lot of opportunity, in not just in terms of customer experience, like we've identified there in terms of things that you had a bit more expectation for and I did and a few other people did as well. But we then started to say, okay, let's start to research this in the industry more in depth as a business. Like, actually, let's actually start to say, is there an opportunity here for us as ACF? Could we offer anything to this market? to really help them improve that overall customer experience yeah. and, and whatever else. And so let's maybe then start, okay, so after having those internal conversations, having a coffee here in the office, let's maybe talk the audience through what do we then do next? Because to me, the next thing was we got into research. We, we got our heads down. We got Louis primarily leading that from a, you know, a primary and secondary research perspective. And what, what, what do we do now? I think that, that, was, that was the next step, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I think it was actually delving a little bit deeper into some actual stats of, of, of what's going on there. And mm-hmm. part of this, I guess, was subliminary there anyway, subliminally there. Yep, um, yep, yep. Um, from obviously news reports that you read and, and, and the newspapers are open, we've got this transition now between diesel cars becoming the absolute pariah of the... The automotive because of the, the enemy. The, it, it, because yep, of, yep. Yeah, yeah. Climate change pollution is for so, sure. so yep. topical. Uh, for a time, a little while ago, my last vehicle was a diesel car. Now it's kind of, you know, diesel cars are the enemy. We need to get rid of them, mm-hmm. type of thing. So there was that I was playing around with as well. And trying to work out where where the market is going, really. Just just get a bit of a, yep. bit of a steer. You mentioned leasing there. So joining those elements up. A 10% tariff on new vehicles, does that now mean that the market's going to move towards leasing? Mm-hmm. Probably. Possibly. Who knows? So that was where we were kind of playing around. But Louis, you did a little bit of research as well, didn't you? We were actually going out. Yeah, first I got involved in some secondary market research and just looked at what the, the leaders of the industry have been doing with their digital strategy. And uh, I'll, I'll get into the results of that research in a minute. But for my primary market research, I actually went to 15, 20 dealerships and just spoke to the salesmen. Mm. And uh, I got some solid information on how they they operate. Most dealerships use something called a a DMS. And these are primarily to manage sales and manage stock. They didn't really have any kind of customer experience solution integrated in Mm. with this software, which Mm -hmm. I thought was really interesting. However, from the secondary market research, some of the market leaders had began to change how their website looked and felt. They'd sort of tried to implement some kind of solution for appointments yeah but it's it's it looked to me it looked like the industry was it's in the process of digital transformation yeah and no one's really quite figured out the best way of doing it yet i think in the background in the automotive industry there's been a lot of focus on that so that would yeah. be the route to market for new vehicles is is a lot quicker i've certainly 
when I ordered my last vehicle, which was actually leased actually over over a, a three year period, there was a four to six week actually no I think it was twelve weeks actually lead time because the car wasn't actually built in mm. this country. Gone are the days now where you'd have big car parks full of new cars ready to go. They are built to order now, such as from the, factory, aren't they? From yeah, 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 from, yeah. such as yeah, the automation yeah. involved. So it feels like there's been a lot of focus in the background about how you get cars built very quickly in response to a new sale, which is great because that's helped to to keep keep the overheads, keep the cost down for all the manufacturers. But the bit that's missing is that customer experience bit. That's yeah. that's the bit now that I think we're getting to, the bit we've all noticed. Yeah. A couple of other bits to sort of look at in the more recent research that, that I've done as well uh, is that new car registrations have been consistently going down, actually. The last few um, years, something like that. Yeah, there are always more cars going on the road, but it, it, it's falling or has been falling on, on new registrations. Couple of bits going in there. Are people hanging on because of electric vehicles? Possibly. There's another thing to throw into the mix there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the customer journey not right? I think that accounts for a little bit of this as well. Mm-hmm. So there are still lots of questions in this, but let's focus on these statistics. Something like 53% of dealers have, have actually recognized over the past year or so that they do need to be investing more in digital technology in the customer experience. That's, sure. that's one really really important stats mm. also match to this and i believe this came from uh, automotive management online and i hope i've interpreted these facts correctly but um 53 of dealers there's no coincidence that those two stats absolutely match exactly mm. are expecting car sales to be going down in 2020 again as part of that trend so mm. directly link car sales going down Manufacturers have realised and dealers have realised they need to be investing more in digital technology and the customer experience. Yeah. So to bring it together in terms of where we're at, then I'm trying to paint this in the picture of like a timeline. We started yes. back ourselves with some personal experiences where we saw things not quite what we expected. We saw, hmm, you know, that was not as slick as I thought it could be from a you know a booking a test drive or you know booking a sales inquiry. That was a bit sort of um clunky if you like and there was a lot of sort of friction i remember you had some trouble with them calling you back and all of that so that wasn't where it wanted to be we then did our primary and secondary research with the help of louis where we really went out to the market we researched and really built that solid foundational understanding of what the market is the scale of the market not just here in the uk but across europe and globally and then we started to then deep dive into, for us as a business, looking at the individual use cases around customer experience where we see have opportunity for improvement. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe we won't obviously go through all of those today because not only uh, do we not have time, but I think we're also learning as well. And I think admittedly, we are still going through that learning process somewhat. Mm-hmm. But we, I would say that we as an organization have definitely started to see some huge opportunities in customer experience absolutely where you know our our solutions etc can can not only help but where we we see automotive um, in comparison to the other sectors we work with like retail um, and the banking sector we've definitely seen some opportunities where in some respects they're lagging behind if you want to use that yeah. term yeah and one of those, again, we won't go into too much detail today, but it was around that whole appointment management aspect of the customer interaction, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That when you wanted to book an appointment to do a test drive, 
not only did it feel quite clunky in that experience, it was quite disjointed in the back end in terms of salespeople. And I think it was like multiple salespeople reaching out to you and things. But it also wasn't in our eyes, obviously we are specialists in appointment management. It wasn't real time. It wasn't a real appointment you booked. Mm. And I think what we found really interesting is we then honed in on that in that particular use case, didn't we? And then we started to see, oh, hang on a minute. This is pretty pretty consistent across mm. the board. Like if you look at a manufacturer level, you look at a dealership level, level real-time appointment booking that you would expect in the retail sector, in the banking sector, just doesn't really exist. It, doesn't exist. it just yeah. doesn't. And, uh, and this is not to be critical necessarily of the automotive sector. It just doesn't. It just is not currently a part of the framework of customer experience mm. and you know we're learning through our primary research why that may be and some of its legacy it's just the way we've always done it i think the focus actually and and, and, and rightly so but you know perhaps the focus has been on the background processes mm-hmm. of, of the importation of cars and the building of cars abroad that are then coming into the uk so that's why but you can almost predict the next phase of this that manufacturers and dealers will be receptive to will be the customer experience. And you're absolutely right there. That mm. is the bit that's missing at the moment. That interactive element, the digital customer of yep. 2020 walking down the street. And look this evening, there'll be more people walking down the street with their mobile phone in their hand. Absolutely. Touching the screen than there will be actually on a call talking to someone. And I think that's going to play into a little bit more into our subsequent podcast talking about that a little bit more so then fast forward obviously that's looking at the appointment management space we've identified quite a number of core use cases where we think we've got some ideas to to hopefully improve that and where we think the industry is naturally just going to go anyway whether you know we help with that or not we think that's where customer experience is you know the expectation levels in automotive will need to increase Mm. we've also then looked at other elements of the customer experience and i think what we can do over the coming weeks on the podcast is just start to talk through those ideas that we found and opportunities for improvement Mm. Our next step, once we identified, I think it was five to 10 core use cases where we think we can improve it with our solutions, we then took that to our R&D, in-house R&D team, and we tasked them with building a prototype, which they've now done, and we've tested it, and is working. And actually, as a point now, is almost, we're very close to having, I would say, a final product, which is really, really exciting. Very exciting. We're looking forward to our first meetings. We've got many meetings set up. Showcase this. And... I think I'm really excited to see where this goes. So if anyone listening today wants to follow our journey with this particular sector and you know wish to, to get involved in any way, shape or form, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. But that's our story of automotive over the last six months. So hopefully you found it interesting and hopefully it gets even more so. Yeah, I guess we can leave it there and we'll carry on more in the next episode. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thank Great. you. Thank you.